Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis bringing you another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message we call the old Trailblazer broadcast. Write us and let us know if you're hearing the broadcast. Let us know if you're listening. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis asking you to sit down and write us. Just write us a note and tell us you're listening. We've been bringing you a series of studies for quite some time now on Satan, the God of this world, and we're looking at the birth and character of the Antichrist in our study. We started there, I believe, in our last study, and uh, we want to look at some of the characteristics of the coming world dictator, the Antichrist, yes, just see what sort of a person, what sort of a superhuman he'll be. According to Daniel 11:21, he will be a very astute politician, winning authority by flattery, and in his estate shall find and in his estate shall find shall stand up a vile person to whom they shall not give the honor of the kingdom, but he shall come in peaceably and obtain the kingdom by flatteries. The Antichrist, according to God's word, will not be given the kingdoms of the earth by the right of rule or as a crowned king. No, he'll be an uncrowned king who will arise from among the people, according to Revelation 13:1, and win his way with diplomacy in a world courts by means of flattery. We see that now on every hand, don't we? We see our own pre- president, how he's flattered the world. So we see that the Antichrist will have characteristics similar to that. He'll not come in with an army and conquer. No, he'll come in peaceably, as they say, without a shot being fired. He will come in taking the kingdom with shrewdness, subtleness, and by craftiness. It says here he will use flattery, which means to seek to please by insincere praise and attention. And attention. It means to encourage with false hopes to use insincere praise, and it comes from the Hebrew word, which means to make smooth or to spread out all the wrinkles. This being true, how much of our so-called Christian work today, Christian leadership so-called, is controlled by the spirit of Antichrist? How much of our personal soul winning today that we see on every hand is based largely on flattery? That's right, the spirit of the Antichrist. Now we see ever on every hand, if you'll just take notice, you watch the TV preachers, you watch these great evangelists, so-called, they call themselves, as they go about this country, preaching and teaching, they use flattery, they use great swelling words to entice you to come down to the front, make an offer, make a, uh, 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 just make a decision there to join the church, they use these great football stadiums, and the pastor gets up, or the preacher, or the evangelist gets up, and uh, uses great swelling words, and he's a flat. They have entertainers there and rock bands and and, uh, uh, women with uh, glittering dresses on on the stage to adorn the stage and all of those things. And then they make an appeal. They use flattery. They use all sorts of insecurity. That's right, to get folks to come out. It says here he'll use flattery, and that's what what it means. This being true, how much of our so-called Christian work today is controlled by this Antichrist? 
Listen, brother, the spirit of the Antichrist is abroad in the land today, whether you believe it or not. It pervades the entire structure of present-day religion, practically the whole present-day soul-winning program, so-called, is conducted under the spirit of the Antichrist. The average winning, the average soul-winner, the average personal worker is uh, conducted on this basis, those classes where they teach. When you go out to win a person to Christ, they say, study that person, know all about him as far as possible, then approach him on the angle uh, so as not to make him mad by te appealing to his dignity, his honor, and thus win him to a personal decision for Christ, then, then bring him into church and get him on the dotted line. Now, my friend, that's using flattery. That's using subtlety. And that's what Satan's good at. Uh, the spirit of Antichrist. I heard the president of a theological seminary make this statement one night regarding personal work among children. He says, approach that child and appeal to him on the basis of his honor and his love for his father and mother. Tell him that he ought to give his heart to Jesus while he's young for his mother's sake. Come on, line up with the church. That's, now, my friend, that's a, that was a theological seminary president. Demon-possessed, ignorant of God's word, and being uh, the world being prepared religiously to accept the Antichrist when he comes on the scene. Let me give you another illustration. You attend the average relig religious conference today of any sort. It's a pat on the back from the time you get there until you leave. You pat me on the back, and I'll pat you on the back. You praise me, and I'll praise you. Most of, the, most of that praise of our fellow, fellow man is insecure. That's right. It's, insere, in, it's not sincere. It is by rank uh, hypocrisy. That's right. Because any individual who has never been broken down as a poor old law sinner at the feet of Christ and been made to feel and to see and to acknowledge his total depravity, come to see that he's a chief of sinners, knows that all that praise is not true. Now, my friend, that's right. Any individual who's flown through Holy Spirit conviction knows that that's not true. He knows that. The thing that would suit him would be to hear that individual praise the Lord. That's right. Now, that brings us to this observation. Visit the average religious gathering today, and you won't hear, hardly ever hear, a word of praise for the Lord Jesus Christ. His name will hardly be mentioned. You will not hear religious teachers and preachers and leaders praising the Lord. Why? Because they don't know him. Now, my friend, this shows that we're living in a day uh, when the spirit of the Antichrist prevails and is preparing the world religiously, politically, for the acceptance of the Antichrist when he comes on the scene with all of this flattery and false hope and false peace. Yes, we have a, we have a nation who makes much of the word but uh, doesn't know the Lord. Now, my friend, that's right. Everywhere you go, the Bible conferences, 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 but they don't praise the Lord. We have high-rolling seminary preachers and teachers who, uh, they, they don't, they, you never hear them praise the Lord. We hear at this little old uh, radio missions that we have here, just a, just a few poor old sinners saved by grace. We come together, we talk about the Lord. We come together, we talk about how he saved us from our sins and brought us down as a lost sinner and reveal Christ unto our heart. And we give him all the glory and all the honor. And we put everything we have, all of our finances, all of our strength, all of our everything that we have into getting out the gospel that you may hear the gospel. That some poor soul 
soul may hear and be awakened to his lost condition and be snatched out of this worldly religious system, my friend. We have a worldwide religious system that's dominated, permeated, dominated, and controlled by the spirit of Antichrist. You get this truth. For a preacher or a teacher to be true to the souls of men, he can't flatter them. He can't. My, my friend, I don't flatter my audience here. Oh, I've been in services where they praised everybody from the janitor on up to the youth leader, talked about his contribution to the work, and he led this one to Christ, and he led that. We don't do that. No, my friend, I don't flatter my folk. Our folks come here uh, to worship the Lord. They come here to, to give of their time, leading the singing, praising the Lord, teaching Sunday school. They're not looking for a praise upon their head. No, their reward is in heaven, my friend. We, 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 the man has just got everything twisted around. He does not praise them. No, no, he doesn't praise them. God's man doesn't. No, you know, he preaches man down and preaches Christ up. That's what we do. Put Christ on the throne, exalted. We put man in the dust of repentance. Have you ever repented? You know anything about repentance, my friend? He sets Christ on the throne as a king, king of kings and lord of lords. But in this day, in our average churches, the spirit of Antichrist prevails. Now you say, Pastor, you judge. You no, know, I'm not. I'm just analyzing the situation. Christ is minimized. The human man is human. Christ is minimized and humanized and deified. Man is deified and glorified. Our present-day religious leaders are are so blinded. That's right, by the spirit of Antichrist, that they cannot see the situation they're in. Now, I know that's the truth, my friend. I've been, you, you visit the average Protestant church and listen and see if anybody praises the Lord. See if anybody tells how the Lord saved them. That's right. Oftentimes here, we call on folks, stand up and tell how the Lord saved you. In our uh, Sunday night service, a weeknight service, when we get together for prayer meeting, I just, uh, in the bookstore yesterday, and the had a couple of young fellows in there was questioning some of the doctrines of about being saved and all. One of our men come through, our maintenance man here, who the Lord saved a couple of years ago. And I just stopped him. I, he's working. I just stopped him. I said, Brother, tell these gentlemen how the Lord saved you. And he just stood there for about 15 minutes and told them how the Lord saved him. How the Lord broke him down as a poor old lost sinner. He was just passing through the bookstore. He didn't have to go prepare a text and prepare a message. No, he just stopped told them how the Lord saved him. They left them with their mouth open. That's right. They didn't understand that. Can you do that this morning? Can you tell someone how the Lord saved you on a, on a short notice? If I pass by and ask you, tell me how the Lord saved you, can you do that? No, my friend, not many can. I hope you can. I hope you know the Lord. I hope you have a hope of heaven, not just a, not just a, a, a make so, not just a decision for Jesus, not just some soul winner brought you to know the Lord. As they say, no, my friend, no one. Now let's turn to Daniel 8:25. And we find that the coming world and the Christ will be great. That's right. He'll be a great commercial uh, wizard or influence. Listen to God's word. And through his policy also he shall cause craft, that's manufacturing, to prosper in his hand. Now listen to Daniel eleven thirty eight. But in his estate shall he honor the God of forces, and a God from a God whom his fathers knew not, shall not shall he honor with gold and silver and precious stones and pleasant things. 
Revelation. Then in Revelation 13 we find, And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, and the number of the name. These scriptures teach us that the coming world, Antichrist, will be a great commercial person. He'll be a person who will have supernatural powers given to him by Satan, his father. That's right. He'll be a person, a uh, superman, so to speak, who will be able to bring about worldwide commerce on a scale of prosperity that the world has never known. That's right, that the world that you and I have never known. We may live to see that thing, my friend. You and I, we, we may live to see it if the Lord tarries. If the Lord doesn't come back soon, you and I will live to see it. And it's, on the, it's building up to that now. All of the European nations getting together and all of these uh, packs that they have with North America and South America and all these uh, NASDAQs and those things. That's all leading up to it, my friend. You and I, who are not familiar with all of the worldly things, we don't understand it. But the Antichrist spirit is on the scene now, whether he's here or not. Whether he's on the scene or not, his spirit is here, my friend. Satan is permeating every home, every church, every school, every college, uh, turning those hearts there. They have this easy believingism. Everybody's saved. You know anybody's not saved? Ask your folks there around the water cooler when you go to work. Are you saved? They'll tell you, oh, yes, I belong to such and such a church. I belong to Dr. So-and-so's church. I did this. And I, but do they tell you? Christ died for them? Do they tell you that their sins have been washed away in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and that they're praising him for saving them and that he's their hope? Oh, no, you don't hear any of that. No, it's just a church, church membership. Did you know church membership won't get you to heaven, my friend? Did you know that? You say, oh, trailblazer, you're just against everything. No, I'm not against everything. I'm just for what my Lord's against. I'm against what he's against. I'm for what he's for. He's for truth and righteousness. That's what I'm for. I'm, he's for uh, salvation by blood. That's what I'm for. And he tells me to go forth and preach the gospel to every creature. And that's what the old trailblazer broadcast is dedicated unto doing. Would you sit down and write me a letter and tell me you're praying for me? Then help me with the broadcast. Some of you ought to sit down and write me a good little check. And say, Pastor, here's something to help on the broadcast so you won't have to be concerned or worried about the finances. Go on, preach the gospel. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions, Pastor Albert Pendarvis, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. It's been good to have been with you this morning. I wish you'd sit down and write me. Goodbye until next time, and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you Radio Missions is offering a flash drive containing sermons delivered by L.R. Shelton Sr., the founding pastor of the ministry. Each flash drive contains 844 sermons and over 500 hours of preaching. For more information on this historic offer, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658.